All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to another episode of We Create Music. I am your host, Bivon, and today we have the CEO and founder, Satoya Raymond of Women in Charge. Satoya, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Of course, always. Pleasure having you here with us today. Thank you. So if you wouldn't mind, start off and just telling us about yourself and how you got started in, in music. Well, my name is Satoya Raymond. Um, I'm married and I started Women in Charge in 2015. I always loved music and I've been writing songs since I was 12 years old and I found out I could sing at 15. So I wanted to do something that uh, caters to women that are independent artists. So that's how I came up with Women in Charge. All right. So, okay, so you, you found out you could sing at 15? Like, yes. Like, how did you find this out? Just start singing. You was in the shower? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you just start singing, and then people tell you, oh, you can mm. sing, you can sing. And then that's how I found out. Mm. And then when I was 12, I found out I can write songs. I had, like, a journal that I would write songs. The first song I wrote, um, it's called There You Are Again, with... um. An instrumental from Ice Cube, one of his albums. I can't remember what album it was, but it was an instrumental that Ice Cube had. It's probably um, America's Most Wanted or, or Death Certificate. Oh, probably. I can't remember the name. <laughs> but yeah, it was called There You Are Again. There you Are Again. And then I talked about how the mountains were high. It was about love. And then, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so she wrote a song mm-hmm. when you was 12. Yes. To an Ice Cube beat. Yes. And it was about love. Yes. I want to hear that. <laughs> I got to hear that. And it's surprising that you even remember the name of the very first song you wrote. Yeah, that's crazy. Because lately, that song that I wrote been popping up in my head. I've been singing it. I'm like, wow. I still remember that song. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So do you come from a musical family or background? Not really. But my dad, he used to have like the old school records, you know, stuff like that. Uh, he used to play all types of music. James Brown, um, Anita Baker, Michael Jackson. They used to call me Michael Jackson because I loved him so much. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. It's just me and my brother that have um, musical talent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, how much did you love Michael Jackson? Though? A lot. <laughs> like, did you have the Off the Wall album? Yes. Did the you cold, have the Thriller jacket? Yes, the Red Cold. Yes. Okay. I had the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I did. <laughs> The glitter socks with the glitter gloves. Not that now. Now, but hey, now we, yeah, you're going to be in Michael Jackson level. We're going to go to the, you know, the, yeah, I had the actual Thriller jacket. Yeah. And the Beater jacket. Uh-huh. Both of them. Wow. Yeah, I got pictures too. <laughs> don't wow. ask to see the pictures. <laughs> but I do got pictures. I need to go show me later. <laughs> we'll see. But, <laughs> okay, so, so you grew up, your dad was playing... Um, you know, what we would consider to be old school music, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm sure that had a huge impact on on your musicality yes. and getting you into to music. Yes. Uh, and so kind of like me, as I was growing up, my mom would always play music as well. And music was, I mean, music literally flooded our house. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we cleaned to. That's yeah. what we cooked to uh, was, was music. Yes. I mean, I remember my mom and my aunt dancing in the living room, yes. doing the hustle. Yep. Right. I don't know how to talk, but they were really uh-huh. just twirling each other around. You know, so music plays a huge part in people's mm-hmm. in people's lives. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, women in charge. How did you come up with this concept for women in charge? 
Well, first, when I came up with Women in Charge, I said I wanted to do like a black woman empowerment, but that didn't go too well. And like I said, I always had a love for music. Mm. So one day I said, um, let me start a radio station. And soon as I put out there that I was starting a radio station, I just kept getting music, music mm. from different women from all over the country. And then we started with Women in Charge Radio. And then we started with Women in Charge Music Awards, where we gave out awards to female artists. The first one was in 2015. And wow. then from there, we just kept growing and growing and growing. And so now we have our next event coming up in April. April Women 25th, in Charge. Right? Yes. Women in Charge Music Festival at Outdoor Park, possibly uh, Central Park in Atlanta. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to get a media pass. Mm -hmm. Just trying yes. to come on film stuff. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So why the name Women in Charge? Women in Charge, it's like, um, I don't know. It sounds like powerful. Like, I'm a woman in charge. Like, that's like point blank, period. Like, there's nothing said after that. I'm a woman in charge, you know? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It has that that powerness to it. Mm. Yes. Okay. So why the three at the... I don't know. I just wanted to be different. I'm a different okay. person. I just wanted to be creative. So I came up with the three at the end instead of an E. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to get confused with any other company, mm. any other brand. So I added the three. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she started with the radio station. Yes. Right. So what were some of the challenges that you experienced with kind of getting that set up? As far as, uh, you know, really just from the ground up starting your own radio station. Well, that part was easy. Uh, mm. I had challenges with the uh, music awards. You know, you have to look for the venue. Mm. You know, it's a lot to go into it. Mm. Yes. So that was kind of challenging and stuff like that. And then you have sometimes you have artists like the first award show that I had, you know, artists that play instruments. They want you to provide the instruments and then you mm. have to pay out of your pocket so you're getting charged, things like that, a little annoying, mm. things like that. Okay. Yes. So you're having to pay for all the instruments yes. and all of the sound equipment. Yes. And it's like they come to just like do a free concert. Mm -hmm. much, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yes. So, so you've been doing the Women in Charge uh, Music Awards since? 2015. Since 2015. Mm -hmm. And so you've done them every, every year. Every year. Every year since that. So what kind of just sparked you to, to even, you know, take that path to start a music awards for women music creators? Because, you know, um, it's hard for the independent artists already to get their music out there and then to get honored. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I wanted to do. I wanted to create my own. I'm a person that create your own path, create mm -hmm. your own way. Don't wait for somebody else to give it to you. So that was something that I wanted to kind of give back to other female artists you know, because it's hard for women to, you know, uh, be friendly with each other, you know, get along and stuff like that. So that was a way to like basically give it, give back to them. So that's why I started the Music Awards. Okay. Mm -hmm. So just for them to build camaraderie with one another. Yes. And they have. Of... Yes. And um, so uh, I have an artist that she's been with me for a long time. She was a part of the Music Awards show. I want to shout her out. Ashley Lachelle from Chicago. We still talk. Uh, uh, she came uh, last year. She came and sang for my mom at her party. Um, nice. Her and another artist that were part of my award show. They're friends to this day. Miss uh, mm. Beezy, I want to shout you out from Houston, Texas. Uh, they used to live together. Miss Beezy moved to Chicago. Okay. You know, so they still talk. So that's something that 
I'm excited about that people are still talking, getting along. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever get a chance when we, she has the next one, you definitely got to attend. Mm-hmm. Definitely got to attend. You know, there's not many avenues. And this, I've had a lot of female guests on the show, whether producers, singers, songwriters. And we always get into the conversation of females having their own, or at least the stigma mm-hmm. of female music creators within the music industry. Mm-hmm. And I always, I always ask the question, what were some of the challenges? And you can answer this as well. Mm-hmm. Some of the challenges that you <clears throat> personally have had being a female within this, because more than likely it's a male-dominated mm-hmm, uh, industry. Mm-hmm. So what were some of your own personal challenges that you had to kind of deal with and overcome? And what are those things you learned from those? Well... Um, really, you know, when, especially the men, I get emails all the time when they hear, oh, I'm having an event and they hear the word, mm-hmm. the name woman in charge, they email me and say, oh, you're being sexist. That's not fair. You should include men. I said, no, there's nothing against the men, but you know, men, they have, they have everything going for themselves. So I wanted to give back to the women. Mm-hmm. The women are the one that need the exposure. So I just want to focus on the men. I mean, sorry. I just want to focus on the, mm-hmm. the woman, not the men. So if you feel offended, I'm sorry. But this is what my company is centered around, women. So I want to keep it like that. That's really yeah. one of the challenges that I have. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. I mean, you have organizations that cater to whoever they need to mm-hmm. cater to. And so there's nothing wrong with having a women-centered organization yes. that allows them to to grow and to develop relationships and to mature as as women i mean there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and if people get jealous too bad yeah they just get it's gonna get jealous right that's true i mean because when you sit back and look at it i mean it is a male-dominated industry mm-hmm. you know i rarely meet and i don't like to call them female music producers or mm-hmm. female songwriters producers. they're just producers and yes. songwriters to yes. me right i mean they just happen to be female, just like I happen to be a male. And that stigma kind of permeates itself within the music community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you really kind of find yourself in a pickle at times when, you know, people do come up and say, oh, well, you know, you're being unfair, you're being mm-hmm. biased, or you're being, no, it's just the way that, it's just the way that it is. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so you have an organization, Women in Charge, that caters to female music creators mm-hmm. and allows them to have a platform and an avenue mm-hmm. For exposure yeah. for themselves. Yes. That's, yeah. Kudos. Yes. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Thank yep. you. Yep. Of course. So you have the music festival coming up in April. Yes. So kind of talk about uh, where that kind of started and why you kind of wanted to do this whole music festival thing, right? So you had the radio show when you first started. I'm assuming that was going well. Yes. And then okay, you had the music award show. Yes. And that was going well. Then you say, you know what? I'm gonna do a music festival. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, to touch on that, 2016, we did the first music festival and we were supposed to do it outside, but we ended up doing it inside at a theater. So that went great. We had artists come from all over. We had artists come from DC, California, Mm. you know, any place you can think of, um, they perform. If you want to check out the video, it's on YouTube slash woman in charge. That's woman in charge with a three at the end, not an E. But yeah, we did the first one in 2016. So, you know, I kind of fell back on that. But now I'm ready to, you know, get back into mm-hmm. the festival, being outdoors and, you know, getting the attention that it deserves. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. 
That's very good. I can't wait to you know, get that media badge. I need to go on the, I need to go on the website though, because <laughs> I saw last night this process mm -hmm. that you got to go through to get the media mm -hmm. media badge. Yes. But um, no, I think it's, it, what you're doing is 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 great. Thank you. And that you, no matter what opinion is, that you still continue to do the things mm -hmm. that you're doing for the audience that yes. you are. Never give up. That never give up. Yep. Oh yeah, never give up. So even in your own right, you're an artist. Yes, I am. Yeah. I write songs. Mm -hmm. I have an album out mm -hmm. on uh, iTunes called I Am Music, Satoya Raymond. Check it out. Yes. It's on all digital platforms? Yes. Yeah, check it out. You got to check it out. You got to support. That's right. So talk about that process. Why did you, I mean, you've been writing songs since you were 12, 12. singing when you were 15, yeah. right? You, yeah. I, I've been singing since I was a little kid too, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love how you said, I found out that I could sing yes. at 15. Yep. I love that. Uh, it's like you just stumbled upon it. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, oh, I wow. did. <laughs> I figured I can do this. So I'm just going to go ahead and mm -hmm. go ahead and do it. You know, so you're an artist, you're an artist yourself. So mm -hmm. what was, so in this product you were working on, uh, just talk about the project a little bit and uh, what kind of inspired you to create this project and what are some of the vibes that people can expect from, from your music? So, yes, I have an instrumental album out. It is different genres, hip-hop, R&B, pop, reggae, wow. um, world music, like uh, Indian, stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, Bombay, the old capital of India, type mm. music like that. Yeah, so it's mixed with different genres, and it's out on iTunes. And um, I don't want to be categorized as that producer that just does one genre i want to be known to write different types of genre mm -hmm. and produce different types of music so that's how i came up with the instrumental album with different genres wow yes i don't want to be boxed in i don't mm -hmm. want to be labeled as oh you only know how to do this or you're black so you can only do hip-hop music or r&b music i want to be known to mm -hmm. do different different things yeah i had a conversation with who, i can't remember who i had mm -hmm. the conversation with but we talk about the same thing like mm -hmm. if you are a music producer that's exactly what you should yes. be producing mm -hmm. is music. music and so if you have uh, you know a country artist who says hey i need a song mm -hmm. are you song. right are you able to write the song mm -hmm. and are you able to kind of mm -hmm. produce that song yes. too and i think there's a stigma when it comes to skin color yep. that if you're black or if you're white or if yep. you're whatever this is the only music you only can music, now if you're yeah. mexican you can only do you know mexican, mm -hmm. mexican hispanic music. type yep. music and that's not true mm -hmm. right so i think there's a stigma that comes with race yes that this is the, and they kind of box you in yep. this is the only music yep. you you can yes. do right so for you where do you get your inspiration from when you are creating and making and writing your songs where does it come from Ooh, it could come from anywhere. It could come from a TV show, uh, maybe something that happened to me before or during that day. It comes from it comes from anywhere. Mm. Yes, any anything, any type of music that I hear, I say, "Oh, I like this. Oh, I want to create something similar to this," and then mm. that's where I base it off. You can be at the grocery store buying milk. Yep, I'm always ask him, ask my husband. I'm always singing. I'm always creating <laughs> lyrics. I'll be sleeping and I'll get up out of my sleep. Oh, and I gotta up. get up. And he'd be like, yes. "What are you doing? Lay down." Always, that's how I am. Always, yeah. I gotta write a lyric down. Wait, no, it's in my head. I gotta write it down, or I'm gonna mm -hmm. forget. So I gotta write it down, or I take my iPad and I do the voice recording mm -hmm. and I try to hum or sing how I want the lyric to be. 
Like that's how I am. <laughs> yeah. Always. Me too. Because mm-hmm. like when I'm asleep, like you ever had mm-hmm. the the like the dreams that you yep. were writing an actual song, yes. and all of a sudden you had to. Mm-hmm. Yep, I gotta write it down so I won't forget. Gotta write it down mm-hmm. so you don't forget. And yep. you know, what's really cool is that you have tools like any iPads mm-hmm. and your phones where yep. you can actually do voice recordings, mm-hmm. and then you can go back later and say, yep. "Hey, this is what I was." Now, sometimes you will be asleep, and in your head, mm-hmm. it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. But then when you, and you record it in the middle of the night, it sounds really good. But when you go to make it, you're like, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> like, this sounds yeah, not even. This not even close to what I had dreamt. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna keep it moving with that. But I've had many dreams yes. where I've done full fledged performances mm-hmm. with like singers, and I'm not gonna tell you all these weird dreams that mm-hmm. I've had with. Oh, I had all dreams with Rihanna. Work. I wrote a song for her, and she was like, "I'm going on tour in Atlanta, and I want you to." Come backstage, you know. Right. See, yeah, see, I've had dreams like that too. It can come true. Right. I've I've had dreams where I was singing with Ryan McKnight. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've had dreams where I was on stage singing with Boys and Men. We're just dreams out of out of the blue. Yeah. And it's like, well, where does this dream come from? Maybe this is a foreshadowing Mm -hmm. for something to come. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's so weird that you you got to wake up in the middle of the night. Yep. I was driving. I was driving down two eighty five South. Yep. Coming home one day. And all of a sudden, a melody just jumped in my head, and I, yeah. I whipped out my phone as I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and I just talked in the last interview about not taking out your phone and doing stuff. Well, not that when it all comes right. to I a did. song. <laughs> but it, I had this idea, and I just pressed the button and I hummed it as I was driving. Still eyes on the road, though. Still, <laughs> but I had this idea. Now it's still on my phone. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually made it yet, and so. Maybe one day I'll go back and make mm-hmm. it. So I, yeah. Maybe I hope it turns out the way that I yes. heard it in my head. Yes. Right. Always. <laughs> right. But I mean, but it's true. You can get vibes from anywhere, from any and, mm-hmm. and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I think people just need to be open to. Uh, and, and I think because a lot of people just stay within their the confines of their home and mm-hmm. make music. But mm-hmm. I think the best music comes from when you experience mm-hmm. when you experience life. Yes. Because that experiencing life helps you to create the music that speaks to people who are living mm-hmm. their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, if you get a chance, please make sure you go check out check out her music and you go to her website. I mean, you'll once you get there, you'll start to see, and I perused the whole thing the other night. You know, I know you do services that you offer, songwriting mm-hmm. services, Song, yes. uh, and a whole bunch of other other things, right? And you'll get a chance to see all of that up there. Um, I know you're going to the, to the Grammys here. Um, mm-hmm. Soon, super jealous. Because right? <laughs> I got my invitation, but I've never been. I just can't afford it. That's, man. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, maybe I'll go in 2021. Maybe we got to go in 2021. Yeah. That's. Uh-huh. Yeah. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Yep. I got to, maybe, yeah. Or maybe they can give me a free ticket. <laughs> they are giving away free tickets. They, what? They are. You go on a website. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in that. Shoot, I need to go find me a free <laughs> a free ticket. Mm-hmm. To, go on the uh, Grammy website. They are. It popped up on my news feed. Oh, yeah, I need to go there and log in and see. If... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Free ticket. Free ticket. Might get two. You and your wife can go. Hey. <laughs> that'll be that'll be so dope. We could do that. <laughs> yes. So what advice would you have for people who are wanting to get into this into this music industry? Okay, so let me let me go back before I get to that part. So me growing up in an African um, home, mm. you know, they never wanted you to be in music. Uh, 
They're like, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to do that? So, you know, I wanted to do music. I had a scholarship to school. And, you know, my mom kind of discouraged me. So I fell back mm. on music. So, you know, then 2015 came around and then I created my company. And now she loves what I do and everything like that. So what I would advise people to do is never give up. No matter what, don't let anybody discourage you. Always stay on the right path. And no matter what, just keep going, keep going. And then someday it will pay off. Just keep going. That's all I can tell you. That's the best thing is keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that reminds me of this um, picture that I saw. Uh, and I've referenced it several times on the show of the uh, old guy. There's two guys. And the first guy is they're digging like mm-hmm. a tunnel, mm-hmm. but there's diamonds on the other end. And I mean, the guy is like literally right there. He, he just needs to strike one more time and then he can have all the diamonds. Mm-hmm. And the other guy is walking away, right? He's, he's dug all he can and he's walking the other way. And the other guys, but we never know how close we are yeah, because yeah. of the amount of work, yeah. uh, the discouragement that mm-hmm. people can um, bring to other people's lives. Uh, you know, I, I, you know that's, that's just a shame that, uh, and I, I, well, let me go back. I don't know if I, I want to say it's a shame, but I do know that, that well, probably is. That, that, that families, mm-hmm. you know, you say, well, don't do that because mm-hmm. you can't do that. Or don't do this because this is not what we do, mm-hmm. right? And they portray a lot of times some of their own insecurities yep. and failures exactly. onto their children. Yes. And then they say, well, because I wasn't able to do it, you're not able mm-hmm. to to do it. And I think that's, that's I think that's a shame. Yes. In, in any household, any type of... Mm-hmm situation you know i tell my kids all day as long as you work hard you can do whatever you want to do but you're gonna have to work see your son he's working on the camera doing what he loves always Mm -hmm. i love him Mm -hmm. love him for that thank you thank you son how about you legos (laughs) (laughs) you probably heard him laughing that's right (laughs) about legos right but uh you know we gotta we have to Build our children. Yes, build up. them up. We have to build our our people up, and I mean just people in general. We shouldn't be tearing people down mm-hmm. and projecting our insecurities and failures onto to others. You know, but I mean you're right. You got to work hard. You got to bust your tail mm-hmm. to get what you really truly yes truly want. Yes. Yeah. Anything else as far as advice you would tell people about this whole music crazy music business that we that we live in. Don't let it just because it's a dominate a man dominated world that oh uh, well then I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to produce a song like keep going. Always keep going. Don't ever give up. That's my advice to you. Take it from me. Mm. That's it. Well, I think females have it easier. You think so? I do. I think females have it easier because guys Guys don't like to give other guys a chance, but let it be a female they want to that, go that walk in. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to give you a... Like, <laughs> I, I do. I find... I yeah, she, she want to be naked. Yeah, no, nah, you can't. can't. Yeah, see, that's that's a whole different story. And that's, that's something you really just shouldn't do, period. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I know even like corporate America, females have a hard time moving up the ladder and getting mm-hmm. promoted yes. and things mm-hmm. like that. So and it kind of extends itself to to the music industry. But I think there's a... 
I think it's tougher. Let's say it's you and I, and we both do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll give me a chance because I'm a male. But I think they will give the female a a bigger chance because you're female. Mm -hmm. And they know that in the music industry, there's not a lot of females that they're like, oh, you're just like Joe and Jim and Mm -hmm. Jaquan and all them over there. You know, but there's not many ladies who... Mm -hmm. Now, well, let me take that back. There are a lot. There actually are a ton. But they're not getting the recognition. They're not getting the recognition yes. that that they that they really need. Mm-hmm. Like I know some dope female producers mm-hmm. and female singer songwriters that are amazing. But they're not. And will. Oh man, yeah. I mean, I was so crazy. I was talking to a guy about that earlier. The guy who I just did the interview with um, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a a female producer in New York named Miss Madley. Shout out to Miss Madley. If you ever see it. She is so fire, like so dope when it comes to music. It is hands down great. She, she will destroy a lot a of the lot of the men. Oh, yes. Man. Yeah. See. Yeah, but maybe, maybe, maybe it's a insecurity thing too, of maybe why guys maybe not want to give females an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Because what if you outshine me? Yep. That's what right. if you bring that's more? Yeah. What if you outshine me? What if you get? Um, you know, placements where I can't, or what if you get into mm-hmm. rooms that I can't get into? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going to keep you at bay uh, because you may be less inferior or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And that can kind of be a situation based on their own insecurities or fears or failures or whatever it, whatever it may be. Yes. But um, I think everybody should have an equal opportunity regardless of yes. race or gender mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you're doing things that are building up women and bringing mm-hmm. women into into the light within this music industry yes. because they, they do need it as well. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Thank wow. you so much for having me. Of course. Of course. You know, I didn't even know you had an African background. I yes. mean, and we've West known each African. other, we've known each other even before coming on the show and I didn't yes. even know that. Yes. It's so crazy. You know, yeah. see how she keeps stuff. I love my parents dearly, but that's what they did to me. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's what they did to me. But you know what? Like the guy I was talking to earlier, he said, sometimes you can't allow the negative things that people say to truly impact what you do. So can you imagine if you didn't do it, Mm -hmm. if you listened to what your parents had said and you didn't do any of the things that you're doing today? Who knows where I would be? That's right. Who knows where you would be? Who knows what impact you would have not had Mm -hmm. on the uh, on the music industry itself? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you never know the impact. Mm -hmm. Unless, I mean, unless somebody comes back and tells you or you seize it, but you never truly know the impact that you have on the lives of other of other people. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So keep doing what you're doing. So what's next for you? Well, you know, trying to get a couple of placements, have some hey. songs sitting on my computer, trying to get that out there, you know. And just keep living life. Keep working on my craft, writing songs, keep doing um, my music events. You know, that's about it. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. So where can people find you? You can find me on all social media platforms, uh, especially Instagram. Um, Woman in Charge, that's W-O-M-E-N-I-N-C-H-A-R-G, the number three. Or you can find me on my website, womanincharge.com. Same spelling. Thank you. With a three. Yes, with a three. At the end. Three. That's right, three. <laughs> I'm sure there's some reason why there's a three, though. I don't know. Uh, she's she's going to think about cre- it. Creative, and I added the three. <laughs> she's going to think, well, 
You should go back and add all threes to all the E's. Mm -hmm. No, I'll do that. No, no, I ain't going to do that. All my documents do have the three at the end. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now that's perfect. Mm -hmm. But Satoya, thank you very much for being on on the show today. Greatly, thank greatly Thank you for having it. me. You thank are you. so welcome. Thank keep, you. Keep going with your platform. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah. We're going to smash. This, mm -hmm. this platform is going to go international. Yes. It will. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm playing. I'm hoping uh -huh. so. Yeah. Yep, I am hoping so. But ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of We Create Music. Thank you. I love all of you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. You can always visit us at www.wecreatemusic.tv. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. And that's it. We love you very much. Thank you for tuning in. And um, you can always catch us Thursday night, 7 p.m. Make sure you do that. Peace.